This could be a train wreck. <laughs> could be. <laughs> and yourself. But let's let's cross our fingers. I'm John, and tonight I want answers about Prop 8, the oil spill. And I want to hear some live music. We're live, and now watch my new opening theme. Sounds very newsy. It's like, yeah, like a news broadcast. This is professional. This is a professional theme of what this is. Ah, uh, professionals made it. Wait till you hear who made this theme. It's like a professional show. Check your calendars. This is August 12th, then we're live. If it's not August 12th, then we're not live. If you're watching this on YouTube, not live. And if your second cousin brought a DVD of the show over, not live. And he owes you money. And owes me money. I'm really excited tonight, unlike other shows, because now tonight we have a musical guest we have Timothy Drury, who wrote the opening theme that you just heard. And Timothy is the keyboardist for the band Whitesnake. Maybe you've heard of them. I have and heard of them. You have heard of them? Yes. And he was in the touring band for the Eagles. He's actually on this DVD for The Hell Freezes Over. He's not, he's over there. Well, yeah, but he's on the DVD too. If you play the DVD, you'll see him playing keyboards. I don't see anybody when I play the and DVD. Then here's he wrote a song with Don Henley, and it's on his greatest hit CD. Don Henley's greatest hit. Don Henley's CD. greatest hit CDs. Yeah, he's on it. He wrote a Does song. Does Timothy Drury have a greatest hit CD? Timothy Drury has a CD. Here is his project called Corridor, with in the, the CD is called The Crossing. And see, here they are. This is a classy show. This is great. I, I don't know how you did this. I don't know how I pulled this together. I. I met Timothy at a concert, Def Leppard. We, we were rock and roll. That's right. And then uh, <laughs> we were friends ever since. Great times. So that's our, my good friend Timothy's on tonight. I'm very excited about that. If you've never seen the show before. And you probably haven't. You probably haven't. No. Um, the only reason anyone's watching this show is because they typed Timothy Drury into YouTube. And, and it this came up. Came up. <laughs> Oh, I had all these tags like White Snake. All the White Snake White fans Snake. are like, going to find wow, our show. Free music on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> this show is like a courtroom drama. So I'm going to be the prosecutor. Yes. And then I'll have an expert witness. And then you at home are the jury. And you'll decide whether to convict or acquit. It didn't make any sense last month when you explained it. Yeah. And I have thought about it for an entire month. It still doesn't make any sense. See, this is my idea, but it's not quite coming together. Um, we'll be taking your tweets. So we have our iPhone set up, and then we're going to be looking at Twitter. So there on the screen is our Twitter account. It's John Wants Answer. There's no S on the end because there's no room in Twitter to have more letters. So tweet us at John Wants Answer with your question, your current event question, or your you know, great job, guys, kind of messages. Yeah. And we'll take your tweets later in the show. No one's going to tweet again. We, we have weird tweets. I get tweets in the middle of the month, nowhere near the actual show time. Are and they then, from kind of hot-looking girls? I can't tell. They're tweets. Well, but there's a picture. 
Not that I could, I don't, no. I don't recall. Mm -hmm. um, Jerry Ellsworth said, convict Keith. That was convict the last, Keith, yeah. last wow. tweet I had. So my guest tonight, my expert tonight, is Keith Statenfield, who is a guy with a show on this station called Keith Explains, Wednesday at 8.30. I think, or, assuming the station's on the air. Yeah. <laughs> so Keith uh, explains a variety of topics, but sometimes, actually often, he lies. But not tonight. This is a whole different show where he tells the truth all the time. He's, he's our expert because he's a news junkie and a history buff, and he knows about civics. Weren't you a philosophy major too? Yeah, Phil yeah. Philosophy major. Yeah. That was a great life decision. <laughs> <laughs> so um, because of the aforementioned lies, we are required to swear in Keith because he otherwise won't I did some investigation in the last month. Yes. This isn't binding in any legal sense whatsoever. I know, but it, it ties the show together. Okay. Like, bring you know, up, we're bring a out the pasta. Bring out the pasta. I didn't bring the pasta this time because I found out all I got to do is have you raise your right hand yeah, yeah. and say, do you swear to tell the truth? I do. And that's it. That's, okay, okay. that's uh, all we need to do to swear you in. I'm sure that works. All right. Let's get started. Or, our first topic is Proposition 8. It's great. It's great uh, having a live <laughs> musical director on our show. You're going to be hearing stuff like that all night long. That was so great. Before. I'm going to try not to lie. <laughs> Much. Wow. Okay. Proposition 8. What was Proposition 8? Most recently, Proposition 8 was a proposition that was passed by the Elector of California about a year and a half ago. About November which amended, 2008? Yeah, okay. A year and three quarters ago which mm -hmm. amended the California Constitution to insert something that was roughly, in California, only marriages between a man and a woman shall be recognized by the state of California. Okay. So um, that was a proposition. And it was in response to a Supreme Court finding from roughly a year before that found that the California Constitution did not prohibit uh, two people of the same gender from marrying each other. And so some jurisdictions in the state decided to start letting two mm -hmm. people of the same gender marry each other. And this, this caused some people some angst. And they mm -hmm. thought, we can't be having them do that. Otherwise, I think the world was going to end. I don't mm -hmm. remember the details. But so they quickly got a bunch of signatures and qualified this ballot for the election in November of 08. Okay. So... And it, in the beginning, there was no gay marriages allowed, and then... Well, in the beginning, the earth formed. Let's say, starting from year 2000. Okay. Uh, in the year 2000. From the year 2000. In California, they were not there performing. were no gay marriages allowed. Yes. And then around 2007? Yeah, roughly, yeah. I think well, some jurisdictions or all jurisdictions. I remember a lot of people getting married throughout um, the state. Eventually... I believe they originally found that you that jurisdictions could allow it, mm -hmm. and then once they could allow it, if two people came in and wanted a marriage license, the jurisdiction couldn't not marry them. I mean, you're mm -hmm. it's not the kind of thing you can do. Okay. So they had to accept them. And then we had the the Prop Eight came on the ballot. Prop Eight came on the ballot. Now, 
How was the voting results from that? Uh, it passed eventually, I think like 52-48. So it barely which passed, is, but it yeah, well, kind of passed. It did pass. It did pass, and 52-48 is not an insignificant difference between the two. Okay. If you look at the history of the campaign, it for most of the campaign it was behind. And mm -hmm. so even when they got to election night, there was no, no one really knew if it would pass or not. Uh, because the polling was, some polls had it ahead, some polls had it behind. Um, there was the thought that since Obama was pulling a lot of voters in, maybe they'd vote against it and so mm -hmm. it would lose. It, they, they kind of didn't know until down near the wire. I heard that some people were tricked into voting for Proposition 8. They were given like misleading information about what it actually meant. Do you remember I'm that? sure that's true. Like I heard they were saying to people, uh, if Proposition 8 passes, then there's only gay marriages allowed. Oh, I don't, I don't, I mean, they may have told that to people, but if people believed that one, that was a little crazy. That's a little crazy. Um, there were some of the ads in favor of Proposition, Proposition 8 implied that if it passed, they would have to start teaching about gay relationships in kindergarten. Kindergarten, which Which they don't true. really teach about relationships at all in kindergarten. As I recall from kindergarten, it's uh, how to make butter. And how to make this butter? is the color red. And here's how you print your name. Yes, that's what I remember from kindergarten. I don't recall the butter part. Like the writing your name maybe in blocks. So for, I, I, blocks. I went to kindergarten in two states. So I started in kindergarten in Illinois because I was living with my grandparents because my mother had had surgery. And then midway through the year, I trans transferred to Wisconsin. And my first day in kindergarten in Wisconsin, when I got there, they were all sitting in a big circle and they introduced, this is little Keith. Uh -huh. He's here for kindergarten. And then they said, we're making butter. And they had a little glass jar, and they had put ice cubes and cream in the glass jar, and they were each shaking it for like 15 seconds, and then they would hand it to the next person. And if you put some ice in a little mason jar with some cream, and you have about 35-year-olds shake it for 20 minutes, you get something that's passably butter. And they can each wow. put other little crackers and have snacks. And that's what I assume kindergarten is like. Because that's the only thing I remember. I didn't think this topic would go in no. that direction. No. <laughs> okay. Um, so Prop 8 passed. Prop which, 8 passed. Which stopped and gay marriages. And Prop 8 took effect the right. day after the election was certified. Okay. So pretty much almost immediately after November 4th. You know, gay marriages were no longer allowed. Uh, so there were almost of... immediately, the mm -hmm. people filed suit right. in the state courts mm -hmm. on a variety of grounds to try to overturn the, the proposition. Some people tried to say it shouldn't be certified. Um, some people said other things about it. Wasn't a big argument um, about uh, it changes the uh, constitution? There were a so bunch of arguments. Um, the The main arguments that eventually went to court were that Proposition 8 was passed as, I mean, it was a proposition, so mm -hmm. they got it on the ballot by having uh, a certain number of signatures of people sign, you know, sign the proposition to get it on the ballot. And the state... Constitution of California says there are two ways you can amend the Constitution. They say the people can do it by proposition, and it's also the case that the state legislature can pass something. And there's also a mechanism where people present 
a, a change to the state legislature, which vets it, approves it, and then it goes on the ballot. Propositions are supposed to make minor changes to the Constitution. Mm -hmm. If there's a significant change, it's supposed to go through this vetting through the state legislature mm -hmm. after people have signed it. Okay. So one of the arguments that you know was heard in state court was that Proposition 8 wasn't something that was minor enough that it could be a proposition. So since it was presented and passed that way, it shouldn't be allowed to take effect. And that if they wanted to take effect, they'd have to go through the vetting and the approval of the state legislature by a certain proportion of each house. Okay. Um, so that worked its way through the state courts. Mm -hmm. And the state Supreme Court eventually decided that Proposition 8 was possible to pass as a proposition. It wasn't the scale of change that necessarily had to go through this more complicated process, so they allowed it to stand. Um, they did say that since, I mean, the, the wording of the Constitution doesn't have any time limits in it. It just says these marriages aren't recognized. So there are a number of people that had been married before Election Day you would think that the the simple reading would be well their marriages aren't recognized the state supreme court said that's not the case we're going the state will recognize any marriage made before the day the proposition was passed right. you can't have any more but the people before that don't have to deal with the well you were married for a year and a half but now your marriage has been annulled mm -hmm. now do you have to go back do you have to refile your state taxes since it turns out you weren't married when you said you were married you know, what if you bought a house together and you said, we're married, right. and then one of you stops making payments? Can the bank sue both of you, or are you not really married? So the Supreme Court said those marriages are valid, uh -huh. even though they're not between a man and a woman, but no new ones can be created. Okay. Um, so Prop 8 was upheld at that state court Prop 8 level. was upheld at the state Supreme, at the California Supreme Court level. Then it went to another court. Um, well, it didn't go to another court. That, that was the end of that end set of, that, of appeals right. because that was a question about the interpretation of the California cons Constitution. Yeah, so which, that argument was finished. You know, the California Supreme Court is the final arbiter on questions about the California Constitution. Um, around the time that the California Supreme Court decided that, people filed cases in federal court. So a new case. And I think there had been cases filed in federal court even before that. Mm -hmm. um, the case filed in federal court was asserting that even though the California courts found it was constitutional, that it was not constitutional under the federal constitution. Mm -hmm. And the federal constitution is supreme over the individual state constitutions. Right. So if it's illegal federally, even if the you know state constitution says it's that way, the state can't enforce it. Right. So, which part of the federal constitution? Most recently, so this case, okay. which was decided about two weeks ago mm -hmm. um, by Judge Walker, said that essentially there are two reasons under the federal constitution that it's not that it is unconstitutional. He said it's a violation of the due process clause of the constitution and it's a violation of uh, the 14th Amendment, which uh, requires uh, violation of due process and 
14th Amendment kind of requires the state government to treat all of its citizens equally. The equal, equal protection, protection clause. clause of the 14th Amendment. Right. So he and he said that both of those are, it's in violation of both of those. Right. So he found that it, Prop 8 was unconstitutional and said, you know, I don't think this can stand. But he put a stay on that decision. What, what is a to, stay? A stay says, I have decided, but I'm going to temporarily keep my decision from taking effect until we manage, you know, until we find out something else. Okay. He put a temporary stay because he said, I'm sure you guys will want to come in and talk about whether I should have a permanent stay. Um, mm -hmm. So that happened last Friday, and he this morning announced his decision on whether he would enforce a permanent stay on his so order breaking news or not. Today. Breaking news. Today. Unless you've read the internet in the last 10 hours, <laughs> in which case it's old news. We're back to Lindsay Lohan, who I believe... <laughs> fell down earlier okay um so the, today he today? came out and said he he is staying his order until and i think it's next friday i think it's next wednesday it was six or seven days yeah. and i don't recall if it was from today or i think it was the 16th or something uh he was doing that in order to allow the ninth circuit ninth federal circuit to decide whether they would want to put a stay in his order so now the Pro Prop 8 side, mm -hmm. you know, will will go to the Ninth Circuit and ask them, please take this case, right, and please stay this order longer than next Wednesday, until you take this case and decide it. Okay. So then, who's going to decide if the stay continues? Will there be appeals court? Um, so Judge Walker is a judge in the Ninth District. Um, his decisions can be appealed to essentially the ninth district itself. The ninth district will pick a panel to hear that appeal. Mm -hmm. I think the panel is chosen randomly, although I think judges can decide whether they want to be in the panel or not. Um, and I think it's a panel of three judges will initially decide, will look at it and decide whether the circuit court wants to even take it. Uh, and then I think if they take it, I think the same three judges take it and then decide, although it might go to a larger panel. I don't remember those details. Eventually, the Ninth Circuit will either decide to take the case or and, and decide the case, or they'll say, we don't want to, we see no reason that Judge Walker's decision needs to be overturned in any way. And then whichever side loses in that thing will almost certainly take it to the, the U.S. Time. Supreme Court. Okay. And that first step will probably take like a year. So it'll be a year or two from now before it gets to the federal Supreme Court. Your best guess, will the stay continue until Yay. next? Is it hard to say? It's hard to say. Okay. I mean, um, it, on, on human rights grounds, it would be great to say, well, we think it's unconstitutional. We're just going to let people start getting married. Mm -hmm. But if it's overturned... Again, you, you have know, a window again, of you have this window of people, and it's it's less clear if you got married during that time whether those marriages should stand or not. Because if that decision is overturned, then the California Constitution has always said that mm. marriages should only be between a man and a woman, and right. yada yada yada. Okay. Um, the judge in this case, Judge Walker. Judge Walker. 
there's there's been say on the internet on the internet that he's openly gay I don't think so and then people have said no, I never see him at the gay clubs no I go to <laughs> so people are just making this up yeah they just make crap up it's have make... you been on the internet I yeah which is I I hear this stuff so there's also um, another federal law called the Defense of Marriage Act. Yes, there's a federal law called the Defense of Marriage Act, which was passed like back in 1992, which is before most of our audience was born, right? I assume. And that act says that basically there's no gay marriage? Um, that act says that states don't have to recognize marriages between people of the same gender that were performed in other states if said marriages aren't legal in the state that doesn't want to recognize them. Now normally, um, the Commerce Clause of the Constitution and some other stuff requires states to recognize contracts and agreements made in other states, which is why if you get married in California and move to Texas, you're still married. Right. You don't have to get remarried in Texas in order to be in Texas and then buy a house you know, as a married yeah. couple. So this decision um, by Walker kind of puts the Defense of Marriage Act into question, too. Well, that's a separate decision mm -hmm. um, because, you know, he found that the California Constitution's attempt to only allow marriages between men and women was unconstitutional because it, because it singled out heterosexual marriage and elevated that above others, right? But it could be the case that other states have other reasons for not allowing it, and conceivably those other reasons could still be valid. I don't know what they are. Um, I mean, I'm sure there are some states that don't allow it because they think it's icky. <laughs> and I don't know if we think it's icky would survive the constitutional challenge, but right. you never know. All right. Well, we have to stop for a station break now. When we come back, we'll be taking your tweets, and we're going to hear some live music. So don't go away. That went, we're clear, right? Okay. That went, that wasn't a disaster. Well, no, was, that was not the train wreck. That was very informative. We previously yeah, expected. I'm very impressed. You know a lot about this. <sighs> it's, it's nowhere near over yet. It There's is almost over. It's 9.50. some chipmunks in the studio over <laughs> here. Ninth Circuit Court of Appeal. Ninth Circuit Court of Appeal. And a full faith and credit clause. Full yeah. faith and credit clause is what I was trying to think of. It's not the Commerce <gasps> Clause. So, Timothy, I was on the internet. And I saw you had a CD out in like 1996. No, no, I was purposely and rocking. I, I was like, I can video. rock in this chair. It was on yet. eBay for $59. What? $59. you serious? Is that CD worth $59? Well, absolutely it is. I'll have to get on it then. I'm going to have to find some coffee. That's $6 a song about. Keith, did you get her text? It's very good. Not yet. No, no, because I'm in airplane mode. I got to check my, my tweets. I'm getting, I have Wi-Fi on, but I'm in oh, airplane mode. I pressed the wrong button. Well, see, I I have to scroll to find John Wants Answers tweets, because I'm just looking at my tweet feed. Whereas John, John's actually got the real Twitter. It's loading, but it's not loading. Yeah. We should have practiced this part. Well, we couldn't check for our tweets beforehand. But we could have checked. Is the station working again? The station broke down, right, earlier tonight, and we weren't broadcasting. I think the station's working. The station's back the station's on. The station's actually working. 
That's great. That's, That's fabulous. So if the aliens invade, you guys can This is the longest 30-second break I have <laughs> ever been in. Break. We could lie about it's that one, too. Okay, we'll do, we're going to do <laughs> the great oh, show it's a scoop. first, and then we'll take That's the right. tweets when this is finished. Okay. Scoop. Who knows, younger people who've been on cable access who never knew Lord Anthony's interview today. That's right. Okay, so how much time do we have? Oh, are we coming back soon? Okay. All right. Five, four, three. Welcome back to John Wants Answers. And now what we've all been waiting for is our performance from our friend, <laughs> Timothy Drury. What are you playing for us tonight? Well, this is a little piece that really has no name. Maybe we can find a name. We can have some tweets. Call it the John Wants Answers special. John Wants Answers song with me on the dulcimer and the keyboard. All right, let's, let's go. I can't play either of those. That was great. If I got you, out my Bic Lighter app. <laughs> if you like that, you're going to love Timothy's CD. There's applause. The Crossing from the Corridor. <clears throat> Timothy's touring with Don Felder. Don Felder. So, Saturday, two days from now, August 14th in New Orleans. Wow. Then Sun Valley, August 18th. That's Wednesday. I thought we weren't playing Sun Valley anymore. And then Niagara Falls. Sun City. That's Sun City. 
Very good. Niagara Falls, <laughs> August 26th through 28th. Niagara Indeed. Falls in Niagara, New York. Then, uh, Timothy will be showing his artwork at the Carmel Art and Film Festival. Yes. This goes on from October 6th to 10th, and he'll be showing off some of his photography. Artwork. They're very pretty. So he's got. I mean, some of them aren't in focus. You might want to look at that. <laughs> he's got a book here of Oops. great photos. It's tricky. You got to spin it both tough. ways. It's tough. <laughs> so he'll be uh, performing his music <clears throat> while the photography is on a slideshow. And that's our show. So our tweet said, "More Timothy, less John wants answers." <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for watching, and we will see you next time on John Wants Answers. And now for the theme music. The theme music, the out. All right. There it is. Thanks to our crew, Jordan Beavers, director. Jimmy Bacon was our engineer. Audio's man, Bill Snow. That's a great name. Technical director, Tom Clark. Deco, Rocky Austin. That's a great name, too. Tim Twu. And cameras with Jim Doxadeus. <sighs> I think we're Tesla. out. We're I, out. We're, we're out. I think